It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review on Apple Podcasts. We truly appreciate it. Plus, give a five star review to my guest show that he has coming up, Black and White Sports at bwsports1.com. And it's a great show covering the whole compendium of sports. And I'm here today with Damon Thomas. And Damon, is there any chance that the Lakers can go ahead and find some sort of consistent outside shooting that can free up LeBron and AD? I think it's possible. Uh, Quinn Cook, he is a capable outside shooter. Um, he is a very, I mean, I think he can be better than what he is. But I think his issue has always been defense. Oh, yeah. The same thing as it was in Golden State, which keeps him off the floor when you're already a small guard as it is. So you have to be, you know, a little bit more, uh, have a little more tenacity on defense, which he doesn't. So it kind of keeps him off the floor. Uh, Catavius Conway Pope, he's streaky. You know what I mean? If he hits one, he can hit two, three, or four. But we need more games where he's hitting two or three or four and not. You know, going one for six or one for seven. Denny Green, this ammo has been on you all the way back in San Antonio. You know, you're, and it really goes all the way back to North Carolina. You're very capable, three point shooter, very accurate, but you have these, these, these gaps of games where you're very, like, not on the floor even. And yeah. it's not like you're, I mean, you are a good defender, but it's not like you're, your defense is so prowless that, you know, we just can't not have you on the floor. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's where J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters comes into play. J.R. Smith, again, another streaky shooter, but he's played with LeBron. Yeah. So he knows how to work in and out to get LeBron the space that he needs on the floor. I mean, Deion Waiters, I think he's going to be more effective with AD and the second unit when LeBron is getting his rest. He's a very, I mean, I think he's, uh, he was an X factor that a lot of people were worried about. You know, a lot of the mental issues on the, uh, off the, on and off the court. But LeBron is a type of leader that those things don't happen on his team. And you can see it, you know, in the bubble, Deion Waiters is being, being very productive, not so much in the scoring, but how he's running the second unit. You can see him starting to feel comfortable and being able to run that. I think him and Kuz can be very effective on that second unit, but it still comes down to somebody has to hit an outside shot. You know what I mean? You can't have AD being your best three-point shooter, but we want AD on the block. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) 
That's Frank Vogel's problem. I'm glad I'm just a fan. <laughs> there you go. And your cohort in crime is giving us a shout out. And we say, what's up to, back to you right there for you. So again, that's Black and White Sports. Want to go ahead and listen to Damon's show along with Dan. These two guys are awesome. You want to go ahead and check it out today at bwsports1.com. And just appreciate you know you guys watching out there. Also, as well, what you're doing as far as your shows are concerned. Again, it's Black and White Sports. You want to go ahead and hit up that show today on all major podcast formats. And I want to tell you right now, as we get into the bubble, more and more and more, the playoffs are coming later this week. So the Lakers have got to get it right. They've got to go ahead and get in tune and get focused on what they need to do. Most likely, as everybody has already anointed them, against the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know if that's going to be the case. There's a very great likelihood and possibility that could be the case. But we're still, as of this point, still undecided. But I want to hear your thoughts. You know, do you have that feeling that everything will get right? Because LeBron is saying right now it's weird in the bubble for him. It's weird for him and his teammates. I want to hear your thoughts. That's what they said. They're trying to do anything they can to try and build that camaraderie and try and get out of this weird funk that they're in because they obviously are affected off the court by what's going on in the bubble, probably more so than any other team. But do you think they're going to right the ship and no matter if they face Memphis, Phoenix, Portland, or even San Antonio, whoever they face, do you think they should have an issue with them and be able to go ahead and advance going forward? If they face any of the latter three, I think they'll right the ship by losing one game and still have the time to be able to overcome because they're just better and just more talented. But when it's coming against the Trailblazers, yeah, man, you better get it right before. You better figure it out before because, you know, Dame, that dude is quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the league. I mean, because he's very good and professional off the court and he's an assassin on the court. You know I mean? He's, and so that's the team that I'm most worried about playing. I would love for them to hop up to the seventh spot and take care of that pesky uh, Clippers problem. That would, that would be <laughs> can't more do it. For me. Not, in, not in two games again. They, they can't, they can't yeah, do that. Well, I know it, it's not possible, but that would be the, the awesome scenario there, but I I am worried about this Portland thing because you got skinny mellow right now and he's got a lot to prove. Uh, Dame is, is still proving that he is a superstar double max contract type of guy. And then you also have the return of Nurkic and uh, Collins. So this can be, this can be troublesome. So I would like to see them get it. You know, LeBron, again, I say LeBron is one of those rare guys who can, you know, flip the switch and give you that production that you expect. But I'm more worried about the supporting cast. Yeah. You know, this is a first, this is a first contending playoff run for Anthony Davis. I mean, are you ready for this? You know, and then being in the bubble, you know, me personally, I never made it to the division one level of basketball i never played i played in front of more people in high school obviously i'm from indiana so indiana high school basketball is is huge kind of like texas football you know i mean so i played in front of bigger crowds in high school than i did in college so for me it wouldn't be a thing 
to adjust to play in front of nobody. You know what I mean? So for people like LeBron, who has played in front of no less than 10,000 people since his junior year in high school, I can see how can it be an adjustment. But at the end of the day, it's basketball. So you should be able to adjust your game to however you need it. I mean, if you're the king, show me you're the king. The king rules the court over no fans or all fans. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, you, your insight is incredible as always. It's you know when I came on your show, you had such insightful opinions, and again, it's coming through again loud and clear on this show. So I truly appreciate you stopping by and giving us uh, your thoughts on it. But before we head on out, I want to hear your general thoughts outside of what we're seeing with the Lakers or what's related to him, because you're right. Portland with Damian Lillard is just truly a formidable team now. Like you said, he's playing unreal. And try not to get him angry or have Patrick Beverly talk smack to him because, you see, he goes off for 50 points in the next game. But I want to ask you this. Are there any other really standout things for you in the NBA bubble? Because the Bucks struggling, they're not as struggling as heavily as the Lakers are, but they're still struggling and backing their way into the playoffs. But... There are other teams out there like, for instance, the Pacers, even though we thought they were done when Saponis got injured, look at T.J. Warren exploding out there for 30 points plus a game. Uh, there are other teams out there, for instance, that we're seeing like uh, Oklahoma City's done really well. There's there's other teams out there and other surprises out there. So I want to hear your thoughts on some NBA bubble, just, just kind of just feelings that you've gotten over the past, what, five, six games for most of these teams. Well, normally in a basketball different, much like the NBA playoffs, much different than most other sports. I think you can still get it with baseball, but the better team generally wins when it comes to a series, unlike the NCAA tournament or the NFL or college football, when it's a one game scenario. So I feel that normally the better team is going to win regardless of how good Phoenix can be playing with Devin Booker or who else will be another team like that. Uh, the Pacers, I don't want to say the Pacers because the Pacers are a little different. I'll explain them a little different in a little second. But the other teams that have that little, you know, catch a good groove can be, but normally the better team always wins. But with this bubble, it's a whole different feel because you got certain players that feed off of energy. And what's the purpose of having the best record in the league if you don't have the home court advantage. So all that is nullified. So now you can have an eight beat a one. You can have those upsets where Devin Booker, you know, if he gets hot, you know, can put up 40, 35, 40 points a game and beat a team. Um, so there are teams that you need to worry about. Portland being obviously one. The Indiana Pacers, obviously in the East, you have to worry about them. T.J. Warren is Mr. Buckets right now. The buzz around here in Indiana for the Pacers is is none other. It's, it's almost, you kind of almost got a little feel of some of those Jermaine O'Neal teams. Yeah. So they're, they play hard. They play well. They don't have like a legitimate superstar. They have a lot of all-star players. People might get mad at me. Victor Oladipo is a quality player, but he's not a superstar. He's an all-star. And they have a way of fitting together to win games, as you can see it without him all year, they were able to get themselves in the fourth spot with Sabonis. So you thought that was going to hurt, but the TJ Warren and the holiday brothers kind of improved that a little bit. 
But I like to, for the West, you got to worry about Dallas. Have to worry about Dallas. Dallas is outstanding. The East, I say your team to worry about will be Miami. There you go. Miami with Jimmy Butler and that defense plus their three-point shooting has to be on. If they're three-point, they will live and die by three-pointer. They're one of the, I guess, three or four teams that are most dependent on the three-pointer. And that's something we're seeing in the bubble, a focus on three-pointers by a lot more teams. In fact, Utah, as we're playing right now, they were going, uh, The I guess, uh, the announcer, as I was listening to, he was going off on Utah hitting a high in three-pointers on their last game, and they're just shooting even more even now. So there's a reliance even more on the three-pointers. So people have to go ahead and understand this is not – I know Dan and was talking about it, I think, on our show that we were on as far as the way that they were <laughs> previously and the way that was previously, but now – analytics they're going for the three you scored two i try to score three and that's the way it's going right now so teams are shooting 40 50 63 pointers now it's it's crazy my friend it's something altogether different and we're gonna have to at least for the interim get used to it this is Raphael from nbadraftjunkies.com and you are listening to the lakers fast break Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. It's cool when you got a team like Golden State or a team like Houston that can make the threes that they're shooting. What's really bad is when you have a team, I can't remember the two teams that played uh, about a week ago, where combined they put up, what, 115 threes in one game and both teams shot less than 30%. From the three, yeah, that's where I have a problem. That's where my partner Dan has a problem. With Golden State chunking 45, 53s a game, but they're hitting, you know, 25, 30 of them. They're hitting 40, 45%. Okay, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense analytic-wise or basketball-wise to shoot less than 30% from the three and shoot, you know, 40 of them. Yeah. I, you know, one of my favorite teams growing up uh, as far as watching college basketball was the Loyola Marymount Lions when they had that run and gun, shoot three-pointers, full court press, just run, 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 give the other team two, they shoot a three. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And their scores were going like in the 120s, 130s. I mm-hmm. love it. I love the offense when it comes to the NBA. Uh, defensive struggles are nice every now and then during the course of the playoffs, but during the regular season, it spices things up when everybody's hitting threes. I'd like the Lakers to hit more threes, but we'll wait and see on that one, my friend. But 
It's been great talking to you. I know Dan as well. Always a pleasure. Dan, (laughs) I've got to get you on the show as well next time around. And we'll do that during the course of the playoffs. I'm going to get you back on. Your backdrop and your setting last time and this time, it looks really nicer, but you said it's it's got you sweating out there with the with the humidity and all that. So looks can be a little bit deceiving. Oh uh, yeah, it's hot. I mean, I'm I'm blessed, you know what I mean, to be in the middle of the city of Indianapolis and have, you know, what I mean, this much greenery and acreage, you know, behind us. So I like to share it, you know what I mean? We like to enjoy ourselves out here. So we watch games and you know, I cook really good. So, you know, we out here funny. So I wanted to make sure Vegas understands what trees and grass looks like. For us, it's almost <laughs> like a foreign thing. I'm telling you right now. For us, it's cacti and uh, maybe some scorpions there. You know, one or two right there for you. But once again, I'm talking to Damon Thomas. He is part, along with Dan Stevens, part of the Black and White Sports Show, which you need to check out each and every time they drop a new episode on all major podcast formats, or you just head to right now, everybody on Facebook Live watching me right now, go to bwsports1.com. That's right, bwsports1.com. The guys are right there for you. I've appeared on the show. You can check out all their great links right there for you from their from their audio, their shows, and everything more. They're, like I said, they're even going into as far as blogging is concerned. So you got to check out their great blogs as well. That's BWSports1.com. Damon, it's just been so great having you on the show today. But before we head on out, I'd just love to hear your thoughts one last time on reaffirming exactly who, while well, Dan's saying you do cook very nicely, by the way. Just wanted to mention that. But before we head on out, just want to go ahead and ask, is the Lakers still the favorite for you going forward? Well, for me, personally, the Lakers will always be the favorite. You know I mean? That's who... That's who I grew up on. Even being in Indiana, you know, having the Pacers here, I do cheer for the home team, but the Lakers will always be, you know I mean, my team all the way back to when Magic was there. And even before Kobe, when we had Sadell three, Cedric Sabalos and Eddie Jones. Everybody forgets about Eddie Jones. He was nice. We just got Kobe. He was better. (laughs) Yeah, so my heart was always going to lead towards the Lakers, but basketball-wise, there's a lot of concerns. But you have this guy who I am, I'm a Kobe guy. So it's, it's been difficult for me to, you know, know, get on with this guy, this, this new 23 in LA has been difficult, but I'm accepting the fact of his talent of his greatness. So he has a little special thing in him and, and I hope he can pull it out. As do I, my friend, as do I. Well, once again, Damon Thomas, we truly appreciate you being part of the show today. Also as well, Dan Stevens. Got to check out their show once again, Black and White Sports at BWSports1.com. That's BWSports1.com. They do a tremendous job covering the sports world. And again, for guys like us and gals like us out there that love to go ahead and listen to their sports, there's no better place to go than Black and White Sports right there at BWSports1.com. Well, my friend, it's been great having you on the show today. I look forward to bringing you on again, seeing that beautiful area you got behind you right there. Just, you know, like I said, I'm envious already, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be very interesting as the bubble gets into playoff mode coming later this week. I'm looking forward to it. I know you are as well. And everybody out there, we truly appreciate you watching, you listening, and being part of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.